Oh, look at that lady. Well, she wearing red today. What's she going Ooh, out? Mistakes. Oh, oh, who's that man? Who's that man? I don't know. Do you see him? That ain't her husband. No, it's not. They could be doing it. Oh, yeah. That woman is cheating on her husband. She is. Oh, my gosh. Okay, zoom into the next window. All right. Why are we opening the window? <laughs> we already have our windows We had to open. run across the room. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's an old woman. Oh. Oh, what is she doing? She's walking with a walker. Oh, my God. She's going to fall. She's going to fall. And we're going to laugh. Oh, my God. It's going to get her. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> She's going in the storage train. No. Oh, no. <laughs> There goes her sailboat. You have so much to live for. <laughs> uh, should we go to the next window? Yeah, let's go to the next window. Okay. Is that man wearing woman clothing? <laughs> oh, no, she better don't. No, she better don't. Oh, no, she better do. Oh, she done already had hers. <laughs> <laughs> so Coral friend got moves and looks for days. Mm. Do we have any more windows? I don't think so. We only had... We actually have no windows. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. So, um, this is us. <laughs> Welcome to Audio Shelf. A place where we take you on a fantastic journey through our audiobook adventures. I'm Brad. And I'm Brittany. And we are the voices in your head. Welcome to Audio Shelf. Oh, yeah. Audio Shelf. Okay. <laughs> audio Ooh. Shelf. And we didn't know you were there. No, we didn't even see you there, uh, even though we were talking into you. <laughs> <laughs> so do you want me to read the stats? Yes, please. Well, thank you for joining Audio Shelf today. Today, we're going to be reviewing The Woman in the Window. Mm, which you might now realize why we were being goobers earlier. Mm -hmm. We were checking people out. Yes. Through our window. Yeah. The author is A.J. Finn. Narrator is Anne-Marie Lee. Publisher is Harper Audio. The audiobook release date was January 2nd, 2018. Oh, another 2018. I know. We're so popular. We're so current. <laughs> the duration is 13 hours and 41 minutes. This was a long one. It was. This was our first long one. In well, a long time. Bone music is pretty long. Yeah, that's true. But I don't, I don't know. I don't hmm. know. The genre is fiction and literature, mental health, crime, suspense, digital photography, and how to be a stalker. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you get the Bible. You get the Bible. Mm. So the summary that we have for this book is it isn't paranoia if it's really happening. Dun, dun, dun. Anna Fox lives alone, a recluse in her New York City home, unable to venture outside. She spends her day drinking wine, maybe too much. Maybe too much. Choose to say? <laughs> Watching old movies, recalling happier times, and spying on her neighbors. I mean, she sounds like a, a bunch load of fun. I want to be friends with her. Yes, I want she, to come over she and sounds spy like, on people. She sounds like my kind of lady. Exactly. Then the Russells move into the house across the way. A father. Mother, their teenage son. The perfect family. But when Anna, gazing out her window one night, sees something she shouldn't, her world begins to crumble, and its shocking secrets are laid bare. What is real? What is imagined? Who is in danger? Who is in control? In this diabolically gripping thriller, no one, and nothing, is what it seems. Mm. 
Wow. <laughs> all I'm saying is all those rhetorical questions make me think this is going to be suspenseful. Yep. It's in the genre. <laughs> it's in the genre. So my first question is, how weirded out do you think Anne-Marie was to be reading a character named Anna? Like, oh, you think she was creeped out? I didn't even think about that. Like, I wonder if she's a method narrator. She probably is. She probably Ooh. became Anna Fox. Yeah. Psychosis. Wow. Mm. She was probably having paranoia. Probably. In her in her uh, recording booth. Oh, my God. Looking around. She was seeing, like, children. Yes. Ugh. All her past patients that mm -hmm. she actually never had. Man. Oh, wow. Anne, Anne Marie. Anne Marie. Can we just talk about Anne Marie? Can we? Can we talk about her? I love me some Anne Marie. She is so good. She she is the epitome of suspense. Suspense. Yeah. Like, you know, middle aged woman suspense. suspense. <laughs> and she does paranoia. She does, you know, drunk pretty well. Kids. Kids. <laughs> I mean, kid voices. Trauma. Trauma. She does it all. Males. Males. Oh, my gosh. I love her voice for David. And who else does she do? Alistair was pretty good. Alistair was pretty. Alistair. 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 It might be Alistair. No, it's Alistair. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's Alistair. <laughs> but who else has had an, a New York accent? I think it was David. Oh, 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 no, 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 no. Uh, Dr. Fleming? Yeah. And then also, um, oh my God, what was what's her name? Um, her physical therapist. Oh. Why can't I remember her name? Oh, it was like weird. Diz or Biz or or Bo or like Bubble. No. Or BB. It was like Biz. It was something strange. Diz. It was something with a B. It was something with a B. Yeah, it was like Bab or Bob Bev? or Bev. No, it wasn't Bev. Bez. Bez. We it don't know. The physical therapist. Yeah, that physical therapist. <laughs> we would spend all day going through Z and B names. Now we really want some Pez candy. <laughs> we can get like a little psychiatrist that like yep. spits it out. We can get but it's actually we, Adderall. We can get Anna, her little head. Yeah. Decapitated. Yeah. <laughs> that was not a spoiler. No spoiler. No. Mm -mm. No. <laughs> so Anne-Marie was fabulous yes really loved her narration really loved the emotions that she was able to put into it i felt like i was in that big old scary house all i'm saying is in the end of the novel there's so much action and there's a point where it's raining oh and you feel like you're outside in the rain with yeah, her like because you feel the chill. yes because of Anne Anne marie's performance and her screaming and yelling and oh i'm wet and not in the good kind of way. I hope she didn't deliver it just like that. Oh, I'm wet. But I, I felt soaked with her. So good. That was good. I can't wait for our listeners to listen to it. I know. Me neither. It was so good. <laughs> so. Mm. I mean, it just showed a lot of interest in the story. It also showed the talent of AJ really, really well. I mean, this is a man mm -hmm. writing for a female. Mm -hmm. Not to mention a hot man. I mean, I wasn't going to jump into that with our listeners, but... Mm -hmm. He's hot. Why not? He's hot. It's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, he is David. Yes. Mm. I don't know if I ever got a good image of David. I imagine that David was like, sexy handyman. Oh, okay. 
Yeah. See, when I started paying like attention. Tim Taylor. Oh. Oh. Would he be considered sexy? Man. To some Americans. In the early seasons, he was like. Yeah. In the early seasons, he was kind of attractive in the eyes of my mother. Maybe not. <laughs> uh, I don't have a thing for older men, but yeah. I do like Tim Taylor a lot. Yes. Mm-hmm. But I, I, when I started paying attention to his character, I by that point, I didn't get a good picture of him. Okay. Okay. Oh, I have a mix of people. So I was thinking like him as being Chris Hemsworth oh my God. meets Alexander Skarsgård. Oh my God, my heart. Meets, um, meets, um, 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 um what's his name? Um, Chris Evans? Psh. Sorry, that was the sound of my panties dropping. <laughs> Your panties make a psh, the just, same sound as a firework? They just fly right off. <laughs> oh, I think I see him going up the stairs. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I got a mix of, like, all three of them. So, like, the round face mm -hmm. of Chris Hemsworth, because he kind of has, like, a more um, broad face. Mm. Also, the hair is, like, golden. Okay. Oh, Alexander Skarsgård. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Yes. And then um, just the, like, boyish charm of Chris Evans. Oh, okay. All right. All right. I wonder if he has a gay brother like Chris Evans does. One can hope. One can hope. So what did you think of the 13 hours? Because that is a little daunting to some people, mm -hmm. especially us. Yes. 13 hours was a long time. I think that's my only negative thing about this audiobook is that it could have been wrapped up within eight hours. You think? I really think so. I mean, you were like, it's twist after twist after twist. And Not then until we... the ending, though. Well, yeah. And throughout the beginning, like, I get it. We're gaslighting poor little Anna. We're gaslighting her. No one believes her. Everyone says you're drunk. No one's going to believe you. You're, you're popping pills. We get it. Is that necessarily gaslighting if, if a crazy person is kind of like talking to you and you don't believe her? Well, that's the thing is that's the whole spirit. That's the whole point is we don't know if she's crazy or not. Right. Mm -hmm. But... If we were in the other people's positions, mm -hmm. just some of the normal everyday people that she interacted with, hmm. would that be considered gaslighting if we were like, Anna, just take your pills, like calm down, like mm -hmm. it's okay, it didn't happen. Would that be considered mm -hmm. gaslighting by us? Like serious question. That, no, that, no, that's a good question because, you know, for me, the people in my life that I need to do that with, let's say, for instance, I don't have a grandmother with Alzheimer's, but- Telling a woman that has Alzheimer's, like, that didn't happen, Grandma, your husband's dead, or your yeah. friend's not here, it's you're, it's not 1930. Yeah. Like, that essentially is... Your truth. Yeah, my truth. To her, her truth is that this did happen, and what if she does see mm -hmm. somebody, like, what if she did get a visitor in the middle of the day, and she just doesn't recall who it was? True. But you didn't see that visitor. And you so had you're no telling idea. her, no, grandma, you didn't get a visitor wow. from your friend. And she's like, yes, I did. Mm -hmm. Would you be gaslighting her? No. Because, no, because you, we're what you know is what you know. We're knowing our truth. Yeah. Hmm. I guess in this way, the reason why it's gaslighting is because, yeah, because yeah, you don't really bl and you don't blame the police because right. they're doing their job. Mm hmm. I think that they didn't do enough of the job to answer all questions, even in the beginning of the book. Yeah. They were like, eh, we're not going to oh do God. that. Because even Anna even asked questions. 
they they didn't check IDs or they didn't even do a background check on that woman or whatnot. Yeah. And as a reader, I'm like, hmm, the cops should have probably did that. Yeah. And just the 911 operator, the mm-hmm. like, I don't know what, what that word is called. After watching Drag Race, the laissez-faire. Laissez-faire. <laughs> Blase, blase, wah, la, la, blase, la, blase. Um, <laughs> just the <laughs> the attitude of yeah. the nine one one operator. The nonchalance. Just, yes. Mm-hmm. Blase fair. Seriously, I can't say that term anymore. Yeah. Because all I think of is drag race. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't actually know how to say it anymore. Um. Anyway, so yeah, just the attitude of that that person oh yeah on the other side mm-hmm. just not caring about what anna was saying was kind of you're in charge of things exactly like and i think the reason why going back to the gaslighting is they were so focused on the fact that oh she's taking pills oh she's drinking a lot she has to be right not even telling the truth when right in reality this could be a, a, a truth she's telling because she has evidence right you just can't prove it and they're saying well yeah. We're not going to worry about your evidence because you don't matter. Right. And so I think this was a clear case of gaslighting. But in the situations yeah. that we just posed, who knows? Maybe I not. I could have been gaslighted in my life. Oh. You never know. I think I've been gaslighted more than a few times in oh, my yes. life. Mm. And also, the fact is, is that her being so heavily medicated, like you were saying, you can't really blame the police because she is somebody who has a history of She's agoraphobic mm-hmm. and she um, takes a lot of psychosis pills to keep her level headed. And so you're looking at her and you you aren't seeing the person that is past all those pills. The person who 10 months ago, she was a functioning adult mm-hmm. that was able to handle her problems and deal with other people's yeah. problems as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's a highly educated woman, mm-hmm. but like. The police weren't looking at that fact, which to me says a little bit about like, even in today's society, which is great that it was published in 2018, we don't always listen to the people that have mental issues. Mm-hmm. We don't pay attention to them a lot. Yeah. We kind of dismiss them. And we shame them. We, yeah. shame, we, sh- we say, oh, you're on a depression medication. That yeah. means you can't be happy. You're not functional. Yeah. Oh, you have... You know, I know mild Alzheimer's and dementia is like a serious, serious problem, thing, yeah. but there are moments of clarity in those people's lives. Mm-hmm. Like we dismiss our grandparents yeah. when they're having, you know, a senior moment mm-hmm. that's dismissing them. Yeah. It's not listening to them. It's not giving them the time or the attention that they deserve. Mm-hmm. And Anna gets to this point in the book where someone comes to light and a secret is told and she looks past the action that person did and like look past that and said i don't think you're a bad person because you've been through a b and c right and i loved i loved anna's character i just loved her so much yeah because she was able to not only use the skills that she's been trained as a child psychiatrist but she's able to meet them where they're at personally Mm -hmm. and just emotionally and sincerely and i just loved her character because she didn't put what they did in the past against them yeah and i think that's what they were doing with her the entire time yes so i really loved anna fox yeah i mean she was such a i loved her name too Mm -hmm. i was worried when they when she was in the hospital like after the events happened it was like early on and they were going through like what's your name and she was like anna 
Fox. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, they're going to think she's a porn star. Yes. Like, they're not going to believe that that's her actual name. Exactly. And then she starts saying, Dr. Fox. Dr. Fox. And every time someone said, uh, Anna Fox or Anna or Mrs. Fox, she's like, Dr. Fox. Right. First of all. Yeah. <laughs> like, hello. She didn't get her doctorate for nothing. Exactly. Oh, she's just, I love her character. She is a really, really, really well done character. Really fleshed out. Like, AJ spent a lot of time with her. Exactly. Which may be the case of why it was so long. Yeah. Because 13 hours is a long commitment. And there are parts where I was just like, oh, I don't want to keep hearing about this part of Anna's life. But in the end, it's like, oh, wow, that was really needed. Yeah. So to go back to your question about the, the length, for me, it has the pros and cons, but I'm so glad it's there. All of it's there for mm-hmm. me to have those pros and cons because now I get to talk about it. Yeah. I liked soaking up all 13 hours mm-hmm. of the book because it was such a good book. Yes. Like, really can't say it enough. Mm-hmm. What did you think about the comparison between this book and other gaslighting slash yeah girl on the train there was final girls even had a part of it where people were yeah where it's like you don't really believe her yeah the unreliable narrator we talked about that before what how do you think this book compared to other books like that so comparing because it's a direct comparison to the girl on the train basically Mm -hmm. like a lot of people like make that connection so my idea of anna and rachel being compared together i like anna more than I like Rachel, like straight yes, out the gate. Yes, and I, I love. Yes, good, good. Call, yeah, good call. Anna had fewer flaws to her, which seems weird to say because I mean she takes us through her medicine cabinet at one point, and girl got a pharmacy. Yes, but she has less issues than Rachel does, and Rachel like self medicates to a certain point where, like, I feel attached to Anna the whole time. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I don't doubt her. Yes. I doubted Rachel at one point in the book, mm-hmm. in Girl on the Train. I doubted her. Yep. And I was like, okay, this is an unre- unreliable narrator. Like, mm-hmm. I don't I don't know where she's at mentally. I don't understand what her problem is. I don't get why she is the way she is. But Anna, I was just like, I'm with you. Yes. I want to support you. I think with Anna – she was so genuine and yeah. kind mm-hmm. to everyone she met. There was the chats that she, the, ch- the chat site that she was on. Yeah. She was trying to help people through there. And even though she had her own issues with agoraphobia, she was helping other people with their issues. Yeah. With Ethan, the boy next door, the teenage boy that is in the summary, you, she was there to help him. She wanted to get him out of the situation that he, she thought he was in. Mm-hmm. She was worried about Jane, the jane that she knew which the girl started smoking in her house and jane didn't even ask permission to smoke in her that house. is true i was like you better put that ciggy down right like anna started describing like smoke in the air and i was like girl didn't even ask if she could light up yes Ugh. But, anyway. but she was very concerned about the jane she knew and she was concerned about the the quote-unquote real jane so yeah she was nice to ethan she was nice to the cop. She even she highly respected respected the cop. Yeah. So she was just an overall nice person. And I think that's the difference between her and Rachel. Yes. Rachel was just bitter. She was angry. She just she just had a way about her that was not stable. Yeah. And she kept making poor decisions. Yes. And Anna never made a poor decision. She yeah. just she just suffered. 
Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's I think that's a that's a good com- kind of difference in comparison yeah. between Girl on the Train and Woman in the Window, and also the endings are completely different. So we'll get to that when right. you read it. Yeah, you'll get to that. Yes, you will get to that because we we're no spoilers here. No, we're no spoilers at all. So nice try, but try again later. Yes. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why are we bitter to this microphone? <laughs> <laughs> what did it do to us uh, my goodness one thing you did mention earlier AJ Finn's ability to write from a female perspective yeah. what do you think about that I thought he did really 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 yeah really great all these books about women and unreliable narrator women you're usually there are usually authors that are female yeah but we've been finding all the ones that are written by males yes. that we don't even know they're males like Riley, yeah. Riley Sager. Sorry, sorry for about listening. That. Sorry, <laughs> thought you're a woman. He probably has us blocked. Yeah, that Oops. was a pen name though. You can't. I mean, you can't have a pen name and then have a gender yeah. neutral name. I know four Rileys and they're all females. Exactly. Sorry about it. Gosh. No. Okay. We were nice. We were nice and apologetic <laughs> to begin with, and then we just got mean <laughs> for no reason. But AJ is. I mean, that that's. That's a neutral That's name. That's a neutral name because AJ on Criminal Minds is a girl. Yeah. So. And AJ and Backstreet Boys is a boy. You never know. You don't know. And but, you can't guess. Yes. But thank God I Googled him this time mm-hmm. and actually found out that he was a really hot and attractive man. So you printed some pictures out and they're now hanging in your locker? Yep. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Good to know. Sorry, to know. AJ. He'd probably love it. Mm. <laughs> But yeah, it's interesting that we are finding a lot of books. I feel like we, you and I, Mm -hmm. are finding a lot of books that are like written by males, but are from a female perspective. And they're doing it. They're doing a great job at it because we don't even realize exactly. We were like, "Oh, this person was born a woman." Mm-hmm. They know all the ins and outs of the woman all body, the ins and outs, and, and all the maybe crevices. they do. Maybe they do, but for different reasons. Mm-hmm. We're just going to sip our tea. Yes. A bottle? (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) Oh, gosh. We need to work on our sounds. (laughs) So what did you think about the overall pacing, the transitions pausing? What did Uh, you think about that? I thought it was good. There was a few long pauses in there, but I did speed it up to 1.5 at a certain point because I have a problem and really want to get to the meat of the book quicker and it's also 13 hours it's also 13 hours so if i was i was like if i can take it down to seven hours like that would be really great Mm -hmm. cool so i tried to do that and the pausing and transitions and everything just kind of nicely evenly flowed together went Mm -hmm. really really well i understand why the pauses and transitions are there i understand why there is the length that there is but I just like getting to my dialogue quicker. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's okay that you speed it up. Yeah. Most people do. Don't judge me for my speeding up. Exactly. I really think that Anne-Marie had a lot of interest in the story. Yes. And she was reading it as if she was Anna Fox. Yes. And I think that's the most crucial part of this is that she, was just, she wasn't just reading it, but she was being it and she was acting it. Yeah. And she was performing. Yes. And I just really loved Anne Marie Lee. Yeah. I feel like I've listened to other books by her. 
but I can't recall which ones they are. Can we look up some Anne Marie books really quick? Yes. I'm gonna look them up right on the computer. Oh, we don't have to show an airplane mode off. I feel like it might have been <gasps> you know what it was? Oh, I love that adorable little gasp you just did. Thank you. Sharp objects, I think. No. I think so. No. I think so. Let's look it up. Okay, let's look it up. Let me get my laptop over here. We're doing business. We need to have a computer. Anne-Marie Lee, narrator. I think it is. Sharp objects. She works for Tanter. Or at least Charlene Harris. I know I've maybe listened to her. Yep. Oh, she's adorable. I think it is. Sharp objects. Oh, turtle. Oh, no. Carolyn Hart. Oh. My ghost book. I thought you didn't like that one. I didn't. But oh, okay. I think she did do sharp objects. I really think this I, one was released on October third, two thousand seventeen. Yeah, this is a new one. That's her newest one. So, are you sure that you didn't listen to somebody else? Mm-mm. Oh, the fifth pedal. That I looks know. good. Anne Marie, we're just going through your whole entire thing. Yes. I really think it is sharp objects because remember I said I didn't like her in the ghost book, but I loved her in this one. That's right. I think oh, it is. Okay. 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 I'm just gonna Google sharp objects. Okay. And if you guys don't know what we're talking about, we did an episode on sharp objects. Please look in our archives. Yes. And please and thank y'all. Thank y'all. No thanks. Big money, big money, no whammies. Every. Yes. <laughs> Good job. Thank you. Thank you. Oh my god. Yeah. Wow. Oh, so we already loved her. We already loved her. Oh, we loved you first, Anne Marie. We loved you first. Next to your dad. I held her first. You would think I would know that because it's like, it's like every, every father-daughter <laughs> dance song ever. But I don't. Uh, Heartland. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Right. So yeah, Anne-Marie, we love you. We're huge fans, Anne-Marie. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to call her Anna-Marie because Anna Fox. I know. Man. Hmm. So what did you think about the overall message? Is that a stupid question? Yeah, it's a very stupid um. question because I don't know. <laughs> talk to someone. Don't talk to somebody because they're probably trying to trick you. Watch old movies and say to yourself. Yeah, like hmm. quote Lauren Bacall. Mm -hmm. There you go. So what activities were you doing when you listened to this audiobook? I was, oh, so this one is actually my most active listen because, really? yes, because I listened to it in the car when mm -hmm. I was driving, which I rarely do mm -hmm. because usually I don't drive. Hmm. I listened to it um, in the car and then I picked up my niece, mm -hmm. listened to it in the car with her. Oh. <laughs> it was it was an appropriate part. To yes. Good, to. Good, good. <laughs> and then while I waited for her class to let out, I listened to it while I waited. And then I also listened to it while I was putting away dishes. Perfect. I did that too. Uh-huh. And mm -hmm. then I listened to it while I was putting in dishes for the dishwasher. Oh, I love that. Love and it, editing. Love editing. Yeah. Wow. Pictures and... and Pictures and things. Pictures of things. <laughs> and it was perfect. Oh, I also have to say that I really, really enjoy how AJ wrote the digital photography part. Because mm. I was all ready to throw some shade today mm -hmm. if I heard one slip up of a use of a camera. Ooh. But he did not. And so I appreciate that. Thank you for doing your research. 
the 5000 series of the Nikon is one of the highly most novice rated cameras. Hmm. So I, th- I thought of you when they were talking about the Nikon. She was like, I got yeah. my Nikon on my shoulder. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. And she was like, using my Nikon T5500. And I was like, oh, that is a good camera. That is a good camera. For like just normal novice activities. Yeah. Have you noticed that there are a lot of photography and mental health books that join together? Yeah. What's yeah. going on? I don't know. That's us. That's that. This That's, is us. It's, this is us. <laughs> <laughs> These books are written after our lives. Yes, people need to st- stop stealing our lives. Yeah. Mm. Except we're. I mean, we're only kind of crazy. Yeah, only kind of. So only on the Monday through Sunday. Yeah, Saturdays and. Nope. Nope. That included nope, all nope, of them. Nope, that included all of them. <laughs> I thought I had a had a reason to de- debuke Saturday, but nope. Nope. No reason. <laughs> That's the worst one. So yeah. what did you do while you were listening to this book? Yes. Yes. Thank you for asking. You're um, welcome. I, don't, I feel like I don't get to ask you a lot of questions. <laughs> like, I feel like you got the questions covered. Sorry. 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 Um, there you go. Saying sorry. I know. Don't be sorry. <laughs> I'm crazy. <laughs> if there was one pill that I could give you, it would be a stop saying sorry pill i'm one of those white girls who always say sorry to for everything you said sorry when i was on the phone with you when i like almost fell out of my car oh, like yes. when i like dropped something in my car or something, oh yes you were like sorry and i was like <laughs> why did you say sorry you did nothing you're literally not here with me right now <laughs> uh, so when i listened to this book i was doing dishes like i said we were actually painting our room. Oh. And I had my headphones in and I didn't really want to listen to Eddie speak. <laughs> so I put my audiobook on and I painted. Perfect. That's amazing. This is one of those books that you probably need to be doing something active. And yeah. you need to have your mind on two different things because it, it allows you to focus on the story more. Yes. Especially if you're doing an activity that doesn't cause a lot of you know thought process like putting dishes away mm-hmm. you know i would say that's an excellent point like i tried to sit down and just listen to this book just listening to it and not focusing on anything else and i found myself experiencing like cabin fever mm. like yeah. almost immediately yeah because i just wanted to get out i wanted to do something because anna was so secluded exactly. and stuck in her house that it just made me want to do something mm-hmm. exactly very very interesting book yeah the feelings mm-hmm. so are do we think that we're going to shelf this or shove mm. this i don't do i, I have think do no i think idea. or do we know i think we know yeah we're, we're, gonna, we're gonna shelf, shelf this like hardcore shelf, yeah like it, we're gonna put it on the shelf and it's gonna knock the shelf down exactly because we just kind of slammed it we're gonna cause this book an audiobook to have agoraphobia from the shelf yeah so agoraphobia. <laughs> brilliant i want agoraphobia uh there is another part of the book that i just i think this book was meant for us because it had child psychiatry and photography and they just really mixed it together so why not shelf this yeah it was, now it's our, our audiobook yeah i mean it was a beautiful mix mm-hmm. like there was like not too much psychology and there was a lot of psychology stuff but mm-hmm. it was like excellently paced excellently yes. put it wasn't overwhelming. It didn't make me go like, ugh, I know nothing about psychology mm-hmm. except for what you tell me. And that's the thing is I think A.J. Finn knows m- more about it than most yeah. authors because 
he was writing it as it was like it didn't define her character, but it was a part of her. And it's it's not something that was, oh, my God, are you really diagnosing this person? It was so he wasn't quick to diagnose yeah. others in the book. Yes, we had a diagnosis for agoraphobia, but that was about it. Yeah. And it wasn't about the diagnosis. It was about the symptoms and the characters. Yeah. And there was a part where um, Anna and Ed were arguing mm-hmm. and she was like, he diagnosed her. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, you are not diagnosing me right now. And I was like, I swear I've heard Eddie and Brad have the same exact exactly. fight. Exactly. All the time. <laughs> I like- try my best not to diagnose him, but he is like looking at me while he's talking to me, looking at the DSM. <laughs> DSM. Yes, they did. I like was like the fifth ah. one. Yeah. And I was like, I've heard Brad say this. Yeah, this is all updated. I know. Oh, I was goodness. like, wow. Yeah, mm. so they did um they did the brain and they did the eye yeah. very well. Mm-hmm. In the in the end, a character tells her, um, I don't know, I don't want to spoil this. They say, You're not diagnosing me the way other people have done in the past. And she said, and that's what she said. She was like, because I look at you differently. And she didn't have any, like, it was just like, what? She's not looking at at that person. She's not letting that diagnosis define them. So I just loved this book overall. And it's going to be shelved for a long time. Long, long, long. We shelf you long time. Shelf you long time. Five out of shelfy, shelfy. Yes. Oh, man. Well, that concludes our episode. Mm -hmm. Thank you for tuning in. And I think it's important to note, I don't know why I just jumped in my head, but I feel like it's important to note that our show is not scripted whatsoever. Oh, no. So what you hear at the beginning is literally what happens whenever we hit record. So (laughs) if it's weird and unusual, that's because we're weird and unusual. Exactly. We don't don't have papers in front of us. Do you hear crinkling? I mean, except for our blinds, which was Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. Our blinds was a copy of Game of Thrones. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, we hope that you enjoy our very candid, honest reviews. Yes. Um, Follow along with us as we take you down many more weird and interesting stories on Twitter at AudioshelfMe and like us on Facebook at AudioShelf. And don't forget to subscribe to us. We have Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes Podcast, TuneIn, Podknife, Podbean. I always get those three and then I just kind of blank. Blank. We, I mean, we're on a lot of places. We're on like basically everything. Yes. So mm. you can find us mostly everywhere. I think we're still waiting to hear from Spotify. I haven't checked them recently. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, we might be on Spotify. I don't know. Let us know. Yeah, let us know. And if you want two free books, I mean, here is your opportunity to get them. Do you know how? No. I'll tell you how. Thank you. So you go into our website at audioshelf.me and you click on the Audible affiliate link and you sign up for a 30-day free trial. That's it? That's it. That's it? Everything is free and you get two free books. Oh, my God. You can cancel the trial if you're not happy with Audible benefits. In 30 days, you have free books. Mm Mm-hmm. So take advantage of that. Who doesn't love free books? It's ridiculous that you don't even have this yet. I don't get it. Yeah. I'm still waiting to hear from people who don't like free books. Mm. Should we talk about our big event coming up in April? Yes. 
because this episode will be out this week. Yes, exactly. So on April 22nd, we are planning a big free event Mm -hmm. in Baltimore. Yeah. So please be on the lookout for our posts on social media. Yeah, we have to get the parks department to get in contact with us. So the Leslie Nope over there isn't really doing a good job. Yeah, so thanks. Ugh. But please keep updated with us because we're going giving a kind of we're giving back to the community. Yeah. And we're doing for National Book Day on April 23rd, which is a Monday. No one wants to do anything on Monday. So on Sunday, on April 22nd, we're going to be doing a free book giveaway yeah and we're just going to give out books to people because we want to support the whole hashtag read together movement yeah so if you have any books that you feel like you would want to donate to us in order to recycle and give to other people the city of baltimore is in kind of need of more books and helping out the community a little bit more so it could be a great cause and you can feel good about yourself and a tax write-off (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I guess you could take the amount of the book if you paid for it and exactly. print that off. <laughs> so if you have any free books, get in contact with us and we can give you our address and you can send them over. Please. So that concludes this part of Again. the intro. In, intra, what is it? In- the informational portion. No. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with us? <laughs> A lot of things. My mouth goes numb. <laughs> I think you, that is called marbles in the mouth. Marbles. There is not a pill for that. (laughs) (laughs) So until next week. Yeah, we just got to end this. Bye. Bye. This has been Audio Shelf, where we release new episodes every Monday. If you want to stay updated, listen to previous episodes, or suggest audiobooks for us to feature, visit us at audioshelf.me. We are Brad and Brittany. Thank you for listening. Wait, wait, why is that so quiet? Okay, it's not that quiet. Oh, yeah, it's But not it kind of is. Is it? Hmm. Is it kind of not? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, no, it's not that bad. Okay, that's normal. It must have been. I was just whispering. I'll talk louder. <laughs> You're like, wait. Oh, oh, okay. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I have to shift. I have to shift. <laughs> I met her. She came yeah, over to. Yes. She came over for chess and tea. No, chess the, and wine. 